Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. The Attorney General of Texas is suing Pfizer, alleging that the pharmaceutical giant lied about the COVID vaccine efficacy. It's a big deal. And there's now another gag order on former President Donald Trump. But is the case about to blow up? Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Ken Paxton is the uh, Texas Attorney General, and he just dropped a lawsuit against Pfizer, alleging that the pharmaceutical giant lied about the effectiveness of its COVID-19 vaccine. In a press release, his office accused Pfizer of, quote, unlawfully misrepresenting the effectiveness of the company's COVID-19 vaccine and attempting to censor public discussion of the project of the product. His office said Pfizer's claim that its vaccine possessed 95% efficacy against infection was highly misleading. Of course it was. We knew that the vaccines did not stop transmission. We knew that. And we were lied to. Rochelle Walensky, Rochelle, Rochelle Walensky, she told us that, yeah, the vaccine stopped transmission. No, they didn't. COVID shot did not stop transmission, period. They did not do that. You know that, and I know that. So I'm glad he's suing them. Good. You know what? Why is it that big pharma gets a pass on everything? Why is it? If it was another product that misrepresented itself, another company that misrepresented a product, they get sued all the time. States sue companies that misrepresent their products constantly. California leads the way in that department, by the way. So why can't big pharma take a piece? Why can't big pharma also know what it feels like if they put out a statement about their product that turns out to be intentionally false hmm why not good for him i say good for him for pushing back and the other part of this is that he's also saying that pfizer was intentionally misleading but that it also worked to censor public discussion of the product so the censorship industrial complex the censorship industrial complex which exists to tell you what is true and what is false is exactly what Orwell warned about it's what Orwell warned about many many times and it's come true the ministry of truth and you are not allowed to say things they don't want you to say part of the first amendment obviously is that you can say things but it's also that you're allowed to hear things you can hear different opinions you can hear opinions that you don't like 
You can hear opinions that are, in fact, controversial and then make up your mind on something. Like, let's say, for example, you were debating whether or not to give the COVID shot to your kids and you wanted to hear all sorts of different opinions about it before you made up your mind. But you couldn't because any opinion that was contrary to what the Ministry of Truth wanted you to know uh, was taken down. So you were not allowed to know, even if results from other countries in Europe, for example, which were showing clear warning signs about giving this to healthy young adults in particular, but also children. That was completely unnecessary and it wasn't tested. And they had actual legitimate results from countries. Despite that, those posts, those tweets, those Facebook posts were taken down and labeled misinformation, even though they were actual medical studies. But Big Pharma is very powerful. I tell you all the time, you know, the most expensive zip codes in the entire country are all right outside Washington, D.C., right outside the swamp. And so the, the, the swamp creatures that live there, they get rich off of this stuff. The lobbyists, the lawyers, all of them, they get really, really rich and they don't want to drain it. They don't want to drain it, and they're going to do everything they possibly can to stop Trump from winning a second term because he is going to be the nominee. I've been telling you he's going to be the nominee, and the, the establishment getting behind Nikki Haley is not going to change that fact, period. But they get really rich off this stuff. And the censorship industrial complex in this country is so vast and so wide, the unholy triad of the government, corporate media, and big tech all working together. In a seamless symphony of pure evil to stop you from saying what you want and from hearing different opinions of than what the government wants you to hear. That's what they do. And they're very good at it. And, you know, the Missouri v. Biden case that's making its way through court, and we have, we've had our friend Tracy Beans on the show before to talk about this. That's at the heart of what this case is all about. If the government goes to a private tech company and says, hey, you need to censor these posts, take down the Hunter Biden laptop story. How is that not a violation of the First Amendment? It's the government doing the bidding. Be like if the health inspector walks into a local deli and goes, you know, not for nothing, that gabagool looks like it might be a little bit above room temperature. Uh, I think you may need to put a sign for the mayor in the window. I mean, you're, you're intimidating a business to do your bidding by using your power. It's, it's exactly the same thing. I don't know, that prosciutto, I'm just saying, looks a little sweaty. Doesn't have to, but we can make this all go away. Mayor's having a ball Tuesday night. We'll put some tickets on the counter. Your customers can get some. They get the gabagool, and uh, everybody will be okay. All right? It's the same thing. You're, you're using your power to intimidate people. You're using your power to get your way, and it's completely unconstitutional, and it should never happen in this country. That's what the entire case of Missouri v. Biden is all about. It's entirely about that. So here is a little bit of Michael Schellenberger talking about the censorship industrial complex. And he's a guy who's experienced this directly. His reporting on COVID was censored. His reporting, I mean, and, and he's not a conservative, Schellenberger, but he has been putting out the truth for years. And as a consequence of that, they censor him. Here's what he had to say. Take a listen. Nine months ago, I testified and provided evidence to the subcommittee about the existence of a censorship industrial complex a network of government agencies, including the Department of Homeland Security, government contractors, and big tech media platforms that conspired to censor ordinary Americans and elected officials alike for holding disfavored views. I regret to inform the subcommittee today that the scope, power, and lawbreaking of the censorship industrial complex are even worse than we had realized back in March. 
Two days ago, my colleagues and I published the first batch of internal files from the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, which show U.S. and U.K. military contractors working in 2019 and 2020 to both censor and turn sophisticated psychological operations and disinformation tactics developed abroad against the American people. Many insist that all that we identified in the Twitter files, the Facebook files, and the CTI files were legal activities by social media platforms to take down content that violated the terms of service. Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, and other big tech companies are privately owned, people point out, and free to censor content. And government officials are free to point out wrong information, they argue. But the First Amendment prohibits the government from abridging freedom of speech. The Supreme Court has ruled that the government may not induce, encourage, or promote private persons to accomplish what is constitutionally forbidden to accomplish. And there's now a large body of evidence proving that the government did precisely that. What's more, the whistleblower who delivered the CTIL files to us says that its leader, a quote-unquote former British intelligence analyst, was quote-unquote in the room at the Obama White House in 2017 when she received the instructions to create a counter-disinformation project to quote, stop a repeat of 2016. Let's stop that real quick. Hang on, let's jump in. This goes all the way back to Obama, and I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised in the least. This goes all the way back to Obama's White House because Obama also was a guy who wanted to control the message at all times. And he wanted to make sure that you were hearing what was being told and that you could not contradict these things. The, but what the fact of how premeditated this is by the government to work and shut you up, to make sure that you can't say things, to make sure that you're not allowed to hear different opinions. I mean, it was an all out effort by the government as they started to make George Orwell Orwell again. And they did. And they rolled it out. And they and they were so proud of themselves. They added new little acronyms. They love their acronyms. They love their words. They love their letters. They love all those things. Keep going. Security, Cybersecurity and Information Security Agency, CISA, has been at the center, been the center of gravity for much of the censorship with the National Science Foundation financing the development of censorship and disinformation tools and other federal government agencies playing a supportive role. Emails from CISA's NGO and social media partners show that CISA created the Election Integrity Partnership, EIP, in 2020, which involved the Stanford Internet Observatory and other U.S. government contractors. EIP and its successor, the Virality Project, urged Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms to censor social media posts by ordinary citizens and elected officials alike. EIP reported... Stop it right there. They had a... They, they, this government agency, and it's a little offshoot, telling Facebook and Twitter to censor politicians and content it didn't like. Hey, yeah, how you doing? Um, we don't want you to hang that sign in the window supporting that other candidate for mayor. All right. And while we're here, we got to take a look at your refrigerator because the temperature is running a little hot. Just say it. Not for nothing. The intimidation by the government is so much that when they start telling private entities what to do, knowing the full path, and think of what the government was dangling during this entire time. They were dangling the regulation of the internet, the the net neutrality nonsense. They were dangling all kinds of things in front of them. Hey, we might take away your 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 four o three b whatever it is your your ability to not be sued under the law. We might take that away. So you know. 
It's the same thing. If I if I if the government comes to these private entities and goes, hey, we you know, we're having the conversations about possibly holding you accountable for content on your platforms and taking away the the immunity that's offered to you. Um, But I mean, we don't have to. If you just start taking down Trump supporters and people who say the COVID vaccine doesn't work and uh, people that say the Hunter Biden laptop is real and people that say that COVID came from a lab and um, on and on it goes. And that that Biden uh, cheated and that Trump actually won. And I mean, the whole list of things. How is that any different than the local health inspector busting the chops of a deli in town because they put the wrong sign in the window? It's not. It's exactly the same thing. And so while I'm sure these big tech companies were more than happy to do the bidding of government, because don't forget, they're part of the unholy triad. So they're all in this together. They have the same lefty mindset. Oh, you like you don't think Facebook and Twitter at the time they were they were like, yeah, sure. No problem. We hate Trump, too. We love the covid vaccine and we we don't want to make China unhappy. We got a lot of business over there. So we'll do whatever you want. It wasn't a hard sell. But nevertheless, it was the fact that the government was pressuring them. That is why the First Amendment to the United States Constitution is called into question here. These companies had every right to censor on their own. And they and, and, and left to their own devices, these lefties probably would have done it in Silicon Valley. But when the government gets involved and starts pushing them to do it, coaxing them to do it, and then maybe even subtly threatening them to do it, now you have a First Amendment violation. Period. All right, keep going. The 75% response rate from the platforms and that 35% of the URLs that they reported were either removed, labeled, um, or throttled, or soft-blocked. In 2020, the Department of Homeland Security's CISA violated the First Amendment and interfered in the election, while in 2021, CISA and the White House violated the First Amendment and undermined America's response to the COVID pandemic by demanding that Facebook and Twitter censor content that Facebook said that Facebook itself said was quote unquote often true, including about vaccine side effects. All of this is profoundly un-American. One's commitment to free speech means nothing if it does not extend to your political enemies. In his essential new book, Liar in a Crowded Theater, Jeff Kosef, a law professor at the United States Naval Academy, shows that the widespread view that the government can censor false speech and or speech that quote unquote causes harm is mostly wrong. The Supreme Court has allowed very few constraints on speech. For example, the test of incitement to violence remains its immediacy. I encourage Congress to defund and dismantle the government organizations involved in censorship. That includes phasing out all funding for the National Science Foundation's Track F, Trust and Authenticity in Communication Systems, and its Secure and Trustworthy Cyberspace Track. I would also encourage Congress to abolish CISA in DHS. Short of taking those steps, I would encourage significant guardrails and oversight to prevent such censorship from happening again. In particular, it's very easy to see the line in CISA. They say they're covering physical security, cybersecurity, but they added a third one, cognitive security, which is basically attempting to control the information environment and how people think about the world, including the stories that they tell. Let's stop it there again. Think about this now. Your thoughts are considered critical infrastructure now. So in addition to making sure that uh, they have the control of the of the cyber highway for all the purposes of what? Keeping us safe. It's the same scam, by the way. It's all the same scam. Every time they start to erode the Bill of Rights, it's always to keep us safe from something. 
You notice that? Every time, every time they start to meddle with our rights, it's always under the guise of keeping us safe from either foreign election interference or hackers or something else. Oh, and while we're in there, while we're at it, we also want to look at your thoughts and your ideas. And then we want to do something about your thoughts and your ideas. You know, since we're under the hood, might as well take a look at the oil and, uh, you know, the brakes or whatever's under a hood. You know, I'm the wrong guy. <laughs> Obviously, I'm the wrong person to ask what's under the hood of a vehicle. But uh, but you get the, the point. And, and if it's oil, I'm putting in way too much. Obviously, and then in which case my car is going to be on fire on the Schuylkill again, just like it was several years ago, because I don't know how to use a dipstick because I clearly am surrounded by too many of them. But you get the point. While we're under the hood, let's take a look at everything. It's exactly the same with what CISA is doing when they are looking at your thoughts. But we create this monster because we say we need to be kept safe. So let's create just another bureaucracy with more unaccountable bureaucrats who can turn around and then while they're at it, they can regulate us and take down thoughts and ideas they don't like. All in the name of keeping you safe, keeping you happy, making sure that you don't say the wrong thing. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Listen, you know, my family trusts Cooper University Healthcare for their outstanding medical care that they give to all of us Ziolis. And I recommend that um, everyone receives care at Cooper because they have more than 75 specialties, including the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper, as well as the Cooper Neurological Institute which is there doing amazing work on stroke and Alzheimer's and neurological disorders, really changing people's lives, giving them their life back. And there's an urgent care center near you as well. You know, Cooper Urgent Care, we took baby Reagan there last week, well, toddler Reagan now, and she had a double ear infection. But we didn't have to wait long. Great people, great facility. And when she went into the room, which she only had to wait a few minutes, but Saw a doctor. That doctor is a an emergency department doctor. So that doctor or nurse or provider, that person is they work in the level one trauma center at Cooper. So you're getting the most experienced emergency physicians for your everyday life's urgent care needs. That's what Cooper does. That's so different from all those other urgent care centers out there. Only Cooper can say that. It's great. So reach out to them for an appointment today by calling 1-800-8-COOPER, 1-800-8-COOPER, or go to cooperhealth.org. Cooper is committed, compassionate, complete. They lead the region, and I would argue the nation, in cutting-edge technology and healthcare. 1-800-8-COOPER, cooperhealth.org. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. I've told you before, I don't like the red chili peppers. I don't like them. I don't want them on the, on the air. I can't stand them, actually. Really? Really. Why can't you just play, not play them? They're terrible. I, I thought you'd be with your Italian brethren. How are they Italian? John Frusciante. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. I don't like every Italian. A lot of Italians I can't stand, actually. Like who else? Like Matt DeSantis, for example. <laughs> well, that goes without say. <laughs> right. Obviously. I don't. I, I don't know. Every. You know what it is with them. I think every song sounds exactly the same. You're not wrong. Right. They, they, every, they do have a certain it, sound. Yeah, it's like every Nicolas Cage movie. He's playing the same guy. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's yeah. just playing Nicolas Cage. He's playing Nicolas It's the yeah. same thing with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, oh, this song sounds like every other Red Hot Chili Pepper song I've ever heard. No, I get just you saying. there. I, I understand. Uh, I want to give a couple shout outs. So uh, let's see here now. I have the ability to do this. You know, when we do the, the uh, um, children's, be- I make sure I get the Families Behind the Badge Children's Foundation Bend to the Shore Bike Ride. And we do that every year, obviously. We're big supporters of that here on the radio station. My buddy Steve Trav- Travellini, who is Italian, and he's a great plumber, and he's a great guy, and he was over my house today because we are finally doing the pizza oven, which is great. Anyway, um, Steve put me on the phone with a couple of uh, our Zioli Army members. So I want to give a couple shout-outs to Joe Bacalupo and Steve Mallon from Weinstein Supply. It's where they work and where the materials came from. And also give a shout out to Guy Nicosia. Guy and Steve, were they biked together in the Bend of the Shore bike ride. So I w- they sent me a picture of uh, the three of us in Atlantic City, I guess it was two summers ago, hanging out and uh, after the Bend of the Shore bike ride. That was the same day, of course, I was in the dunk tank. So you can see the ooze from that putrid water that Mark O'Connor and Wayne Bonfiglio maybe fall into. But nevertheless, Joe and Steve and Guy and, of course, Steve, thank you for uh, listening to the show. We appreciate it very, very much. Thank you so much. Uh, And good to say hello to you guys on the phone today, too. And you know what's amazing, too, is how many guys that work for a living, actually work for a living, listen to this show. You know what I mean, Matt DeSantis? They actually work for a living. Unlike you, these people actually go out and break a sweat every day. I break a sweat. Yeah, when you're sweating whether or not there's a first-class seat left on the flight, you mean? <laughs> like that? I get nervous if I don't have my extra leg room, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you can't stretch out and watch the NFL and do your show prep? I explained to you a million times. It was a very modest upgrade fee. 
Uh, what, do you, what what is this Monday night scheduling game move that you're telling me? What, what just happened? Here? Oh, is this the, the, the Eagles? Yeah, the Eagles got flexed to uh, Monday night, their Week 15 matchup against the Seahawks. It's Not the this first week. time. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming. What is this, Week 13 or something? Yeah. So it's a couple weeks from now. But anyway, it's the first time the NFL has ever flexed a Monday night game. And why are they doing this? Uh, I think because the Patriots had been yeah. previously scheduled for Monday night, and their team is terrible. Dog water. Oh, oh, I see. So what you're saying is since the Eagles are the best and they bring ratings, they've shuffled the deck to put the Eagles on <laughs> exactly. Monday night? Correct. Yeah. So what happened? So where what when were they supposed to play? What game is being moved for that? Uh it, Patriots uh Chiefs. No, no, but but the Eagles were scheduled to play oh. another time then, right? Yeah, I think they were scheduled to play at four o'clock. Yeah. Oh, so we're on losing Sunday. a Sunday four o'clock game for a Monday night game? Yeah. Correct. That's a bummer. See, because I like the 4 o'clock games because then I can hang out with my son and we can watch football together. Yeah, I, I really – I've said this before. i starting to detest these nationally televised games. I, I thought it was fun a couple years ago when they occurred occasionally, but now all we get are Sunday night and Monday night games. I like watching football Sunday afternoon. Yes, yes, I do too. And Patrick and I bond together and we have a great time together. And when it's Monday night, he can maybe stay up and watch the first half, but that's it. Ah, it's a bummer. I mean, this this season's been tough on, you know, afternoon games. And we only had, I think, what, maybe one, two one o'clock games the yeah, entire season? I think it was three total. And they're all gone. We don't have any one o'clock games left. Oh, that's a bummer. By the way, some breaking news. Uh, six hostages have been released. They are on their way to Israel. Apparently, uh, Israel is releasing 30 Palestinian prisoners in exchange for these hostages who were released. That just... That just came out uh, a few moments ago, and I'm watching this. Six hostages released, handed over to the Red Cross. You know, I, when I was on Mark Levin's show last night, I spent a lot of time on this issue of the Biden administration telling Israel how to fight this war. And, of course, they're, they're, you know, they're using money as the carrot here and the stick to tell Israel how to fight for its own survival as it works to eliminate Hamas. And Joe Biden is doing everything in his power to make it difficult for Israel to do what it needs to do, which is to eliminate, not surrender to, but eliminate the enemy that's trying to destroy itself. But the United States is saying, you want the money, then you have to do it our way. That's the latest on that. And, you know, we'll see where this goes with the foreign aid bill. But, yeah, you know, there's an argument to be made about the United States of America keeping its nose out of other people's business. And there's an argument to be made about the United States of America not telling sovereign countries how to run their own wars and what to do with their own national security. And there's an argument to be made about the United States of America sending our money overseas. And we're about to do it again with Ukraine. Except the only difference, though, and this is an important point to know, we don't tell Zelensky how to run his war. We don't tell him what to do. We just sign the checks. But you see, Joe Biden, Ukraine has the receipts. You know what I mean? Joe Biden was never bribed by Israel. He never did anything illegal in Israel. So Israel was never, they never put the Biden crime family on the payroll. So Joe Biden has no problem telling Israel what to do. He can't do that with Ukraine because Zelensky has the receipts. All the Biden crime family money. You know, I don't know if you heard me talk about this last night on the show when I filled in for Levin, but the, the story broke right before we got off the air yesterday, how this money from China landed up in Joe Biden's pockets. And these forensic investigators have followed this money, this check from this Chinese investment firm in conjunction with the Chinese Communist Party, all the way from 
them to Hunter's company to brother James Biden, sister Sarah Biden, and ultimately all the way to Joe Biden. China owns our president. Our president is a wholly owned subsidiary of China. They might as well stamp a giant made in China sign on the guy. Just stamp it right there on Joe. China Joe. They might as well. Because he's, they, and, and he's not, won't ever tell China what to do. He will not tell Ukraine what to do. He'll tell Israel what to do. He can't tell China what to do because China has the receipts. He can't tell Ukraine what to do because Ukraine has the receipts. But BB never bribed him. BB never gave him any money. So there's no leverage there. So Biden feels like, all right, well, I'll tell Israel what to do. Nobody else, though, just Israel. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. It's just infuriating to me. It really is. 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Uh, Johnny Cook says, I think I can speak for the entire Zioli army in saying that I've spent nearly every day of 2023 boycotting Pajamagram until they stop sponsoring your show. So far, so good. Johnny, I have some bad news for you, buddy. The naturally nude pajamas are coming back. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Yes, they are. They are coming back. The na- I got I got the script today to record for the naturally nude pajamas. I'm excited. <laughs> Sid said, "When's the last time you broke a sweat, Rich? You break cars, not sweat." So that's a fair point. Sid, I hope Sarah's doing okay with her recovery from her shoulder surgery today. And uh, I want to give Sergeant Mark Fusetti a shout out. His son received a medal for saving a fellow Marine and a baby that wasn't breathing. And he just posted a picture of that on Twitter. That is fantastic. God bless, man. That is great. Sons of Marine. Fantastic. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you'd like to weigh in. Um, Matt, you said there's some other cuts regarding the censorship industrial complex that I should get to. Yeah, we've got two other cuts. Two Um, other cuts in my formerly pangolin-stained fingers. Uh, But, you know, since we mentioned Monday Night Football... I don't know. Did you guys see that little kid was on with uh, Jesse Waters last night? I did. Him and his dad. Yes. Holden Armenta and his father, Bubba, they were on Jesse Waters' prime time. So he's the little boy that was accused of wearing blackface and um, uh, culturally appropriating Native Americans by wearing a headdress to a Kansas City Chiefs game where the colors are red and black. And this horrible site, Deadspin, put a picture of the little boy on their site, little boy, minor, remember, wearing with, with just one half of his face painted, which was black. The other half, which was painted red, they didn't show. And they called this kid out and said, the NFL must do something about kids wearing blackface and fans being wearing blackface and everything else, right? And it turns out that what they did to this poor kid was so wrong because the kid was not wearing blackface. But to read the article, is like, hey, you know, racism is so popular in America now. Kids are putting on blackface and doing minstrel shows, and they don't even care anymore. They don't even try to hide it. And they're so racist, they just dress up as Indians now. And they don't care. They don't, they don't try to hide it. Turns out the kid is actually Native American. And father, I think his grandfather sits on the council, the local council, for the Native American tribe or whatever it's called. Um, And yet this kid has been just absolutely shamed by this Deadspin site. It's awful, terrible. His mother had to post a thing on Facebook saying, he's Native American, stop it already, stop it. Poor kid. I mean, I can't imagine if they did it to my son. This little boy, you know, he was just so excited, so excited to just go out and enjoy the game 
with his mom and dad, Monday night football. I told you, you know, Monday nights are tough for parents with the kids watching football games. So when it's at home, it's a little bit easier to say, all right, got to go to bedtime. Take your kids to a Monday night football game. They know they're going to be out late. This is a treat. They are very excited for this. This is a big deal. Is the Eagles game at home for that Monday night game? No, it's in Seattle. Oh, all right, good. So I'm off the hook. Because <laughs> I was just thinking in my mind, I'm like, well, I probably should take Patrick to a Monday night football game. But, uh, yeah, not if it's in Seattle. First of all, I don't want to get attacked on the streets of Seattle. So there you go. Um, so anyway, so you know what they did to this little boy, little boy who just was excited and wanted to wear face paint like Putty did when he was at the hockey game, just happy, just having a great time with his mom and dad, and then shamed and maligned as a racist, and it's awful. I mean, it's awful. The little kid. Here's what uh, he and his dad had to say last night on Jesse Waters' primetime cut five. Bubba, would you like an apology? What would you like from Karen at Deadspin? You know, I, I don't even want, know what to think about that. It's kind of... It's a little too late for that. Um, the damage is already done. It's, you know, worldwide. Now there's comments all over. There's, you know, disrespect towards Native Americans and towards my family. Um, we never in any way, shape, or form meant to disrespect any Native Americans or any tribes. Um, the tribe we're from doesn't even wear that type of headdress. Um we it this specific headdress is is a, a novelty piece it's a it's a costume piece that's a exactly what we had purchased it for and and wore it for not in any disrespect towards any native americans at all and um it's just it's been a whirlwind of of comments coming either even from from other tribes from tribal members um some think it's okay. Some think it's not okay. Um, it's a nine-year-old boy supporting his team. And you're going to be wearing the black and the red in, I guess, every Sunday for as long as you're alive, I bet, Holden. Yep. Forever, huh? Who's your favorite player on the Chiefs? Patrick Mahomes. Good kid. Good kid. I feel so bad for what they're putting this kid through. But that's what the left does. I mean, it's what they do. They, they, they seek out outrage. They're like Terminators, seeking out outrage. And they don't care who they malign, who they destroy. Is it a nine-year-old boy? Good riddance. And if they get the story wrong, it doesn't matter. Because they'll, they'll justify it by saying, well, it's still, America is still so racist. So if this one wasn't racist, then uh, there's another one who is. So it's no big deal. We got the wrong one. That's all. Or they'll double down like the writer did and said, no, it's even worse because he's he's doing blackface and redface. So it's even worse now. He's appropriating two cultures at once and mocking them and being racist. Remember, the only people who are allowed to wear blackface are people like Joy Behar and Ted Danson, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Justin Trudeau and Howard Stern. Otherwise, you are a racist. Uh, remember that. But if you're a good liberal, a good Democrat, a good lefty, you know, you can put the shoe polish, Ralph Nothram, governor shoe polish face. That guy was the governor of Virginia, and he put shoe polish on his face to do a karaoke night. You remember that? And I remember when he came out at a press conference and he, he, he explained his reasoning for putting shoe polish on his face. 
And it went something like this. He said, you see, you, see, you have to uh, understand now. I like shoe polish when I do Michael Jackson and whatnot. So I take a little shoe polish on my face just to make sure I look like them. That's literally how he sounds, by the way. Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> but, you know. I say, I say, I put a little on my shoe polish. And he does this press conference with his wife. Uh, did you ever see this, Matt? He does a press conference it. with his wife, and he gets up there to explain why he needs to put shoe polish <laughs> on his face to do karaoke. Yeah. And he's like, you have to understand. I try to get into karaoke. She's like, sh- just sh- zip it and step back. Don't don't say anything. Walk away, you idiot. Yeah, didn't he like almost volunteer to do a Michael Jackson-type dance at the Oh, uh, yeah, it, he was going to do the moonwalk. Yeah. They, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, they're at the press conference. They're like, well, can you do the moonwalk now? He's like, oh, I'd be more than happy to. Anybody have any shoe polish with them? I'll just quickly put some on my face, and I'll be going back and moonwalking it up. And she was like, nope, but, 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 you just, you're not, just stay right there. You stay right there. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you'd like to weigh in. We got a lot more to talk about. Tudor Dixon's going to be stopping by. I'm excited to talk to Tudor. She's one of my favorite people ever. And we'll talk about what that tyrant Gretchen Whitmer is doing in Michigan. And it matters no matter where you live. Because Gretchen Whitmer's on the short list to be one of the replacements for Joe Biden if, you know, something were to happen like the fact that Joe Biden can't run for president because he's lost it and he's going to freaking lose too. 855-839-1210 coming right back. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Sanders, you're not taking calls today? Can't, can't pick up the phone? He's actually on the phone right now. Because I told him, I texted him, said, what are you, not taking calls? What's going on? Why am I giving out the phone number? Why do I give out the phone number if you don't answer the phone? What I mean, what is the point of giving out a phone number if you don't answer it when I'm the phone rings? I'm on the rings? phone with Dave right now. Because I had to send you the tweet from him saying I tried calling in and nobody would answer because you didn't answer the phone. I didn't see it. If I'm playing clips, I can't see the phone screener at the same time. Unbelievable. That's the excuse, huh? Anyway, he is there. Good. Fine. All right. Well, Dave Huber, our friend from... The College Fix in Newark, Delaware. What's up there, Colossus Rodney? How are you? <laughs> hey, Rich. Man. I didn't mean for Matt to get in trouble. <laughs> well, he gets in trouble every day. I mean, what are you going to do? It's, if it's not this, it'd be something else. So, <laughs> Hey, just with all this, uh, I knew this guy's name from Deadspin that wrote that article. I knew it looked familiar. And I had to go, like, I mean, when I was, like, way, way back, like, in my, uh, like, when I just had, like, a personal blog. Because I do this guy's name, it rang a bell, and lo and behold, he, he wrote for Delaware Online, the Wilmington News Journal, the, the Delaware News Journal, mm-hmm. for many years, apparently. He covered, like, a lot of local sports. So I went back and I found this one piece where he was rightly, most likely. Remember that, uh, remember that girl, uh, Rachel Dolezal? She apparently transracial. She white, yeah, white lady. Yeah, she was she was the one who said she identified as black or something. Precisely. Yeah. Well, he was he spent time ripping on her, but in that same article, and this is like from 2015. He uh, now I'm just like wondering, given what he just did with his kid, I was like, where's all these trans activists now? Because here's what he wrote. He's just like, well, he said using blackface to help black people doesn't help; it only hurts. He's like, if you're a smart and wealthy man and you want to use his resources to become an advocate. For pro-choice, there are plenty of women who will welcome the help for the cause. 
But if that same man disguised himself in drag and pretended to be a woman by living out stereotypes, his work would be discredited once the truth came out. Why? Because he isn't a woman. He doesn't know what it's like to be one. Rich, doesn't that sound transphobic to you? Absolutely. Sounds transphobic <laughs> to me. So we, gotta, we should out him for that, Dave. That's what I'm saying. I mean, what, I like how, how can this guy be a judge? How can he judge this little kid when he's this blatant transphobia? It's, it's, I mean, these people should be besides themselves, Rich. Why? They should be storming Deadspin right now. Yeah. They should. I like it. You know what, Dave? The, the problem, though, of course, is, and this is what we've said before, they get away with it on the left. It's like Rolling Stone with that a rape on a college campus. These they get away with it for whatever reason. The left can come out and they can just they can they can malign people. They can lie about them. They can say the worst possible things about people, and there's no consequences. Well, yeah, I mean, precisely. But with the transphobia thing, you think this might have because there's people that have gotten a lot of grief that are kind of on the left. Is this the one that you think really doesn't get like a little, you know, that much leeway? I mean, he's also put out some, this guy, uh, the Deadspin guy, he, uh, he also has a couple like anti-white statements. And I know there I can see like everyone forgiving because, you know, you, technically, you, technically you, for the left, you can't be anti-white because, you know, power differentials, historical oppression, that kind of thing. But the transphobia about rich, I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, like, well, I think it was what Martina Navratilova's one. She's gotten a little bit of heat. Um, even my, my sister, who, you know, was an Olympic runner for Villanova. Yeah. And, uh, she, she's written stuff and has gotten heat about it too. She is very much like in the camp of Riley Gaines and, uh, you know, it's, oh, they hate even Riley though she, I mean, they're, they're trying to destroy Riley Gaines, uh, you know, yeah. and all she's trying to do is just defend women. Oh, right. But I'm saying like, but like, but Martina and even my sister, I mean, they're, they're politically progressive, but when they come out on a fairly common sense issue like this, I mean, they're just immediately descended upon. Right. And that's why it was surprising. This guy, I mean, gets out. I mean, you know, I mean, I, read, I wrote about it on Twitter. I mean, nobody seems to be saying anything, but that's fine. I'm a nobody, but whatever. <laughs> you are somebody, Dave. You are somebody. You're part of the Zealy Army, and you're the associate editor at the College <laughs> Fix, and they do great work over there. So... <laughs> So don't don't you worry for a second, my friend. Don't you say anything, all right? All right, listen, buddy, thanks for the, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You have a great day. Hey, you too, Rich, man. Thanks. All right, 855-839-1210. Good job, Matt DeSantis. You did part of your job today. You answered the freaking phone. Do I have to screen anymore, or is that it? Um, That's it. All right, good. No. Yes, you have to screen calls. Yes, of course you do. Come on, man. It's what we do for a living. Uh, 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to call. Just to bust Matt DeSantis' chops, just give him a call. Make him do his job. Don't call now. We have a guest coming on in like nine minutes. (laughs) That's nine minutes. We have nine minutes to go. We don't have nine minutes to go, though. We only have a few minutes of on-air content. Then we have commercials, and then we have our guest. Uh, well, in after the we're, we're, li- we're light on commercials here. You could you could take a call or two. Good, Henry. Shut Thank up, you. Henry. <laughs> yes, exactly right. In fact, you know what? It's now open line Thursday. Oh, no. Right now, I'll talk to you about anything. 
855 You're opening yeah. Pandora's box. Yeah, this is going to be the punishment to Matt DeSantis. If he doesn't answer the phones, why are you doing this? Then what me? I'm going to do is I'm going to just do an open line segment. <laughs> In the spirit of the great Rush Limbaugh, uh, any, anything you want to talk about, this highly trained broadcaster will turn over the phones to you right now at 855-839-1210. This is going to be good. Anything. Anything you want to talk about. What do you want to chat about? It doesn't even have to be politics. He's already off to the races here. Of course he is. It's great. You can talk to me about uh, astrology. I'm a Pisces, in case you're wondering. Uh, You can talk to me about... (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Anyway. Um, Should I wait for this? I mean, got a couple up there now. They're coming in fast and furious. Uh, are you going to put one up? They're up. All right, oh, yeah. here we go. Let me uh, put Michael in Center City on. Michael, how are you? Who the hell is Michael? This is Matt. Okay, Matt in this Center Matt. City. Okay, Matt. No, but I'm not in air. Center City. I'm in fucking Bordentown. Whoa, but anyway, we can't, the peppers- uh, can't, you can't, you can't, uh, can't curse there, genius. Uh, Sid is in Warrington. Sid, how, first of all, Sid, how's Sarah doing today? She's doing great, and she really loves your shout-outs, and I just wanted to say that she really appreciates your shout outs and at our WPHT family. And you guys, you really are family. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I wanted to say. That's and it. Matt, get to work. <laughs> I, I didn't want, I didn't want to bust Thank you. Top. Thank you. Bust, bust away. Bust his chops. All right. Hey, thank uh, you. Bu- uh, yes. All right. Matt, knock, knock. You start. I, I well, start we're going to do a knock-knock knock joke right, on the air. Knock, All right, knock. go ahead. Go ahead. You start. I, I say knock-knock. Uh-huh. Okay, knock-knock. Who's there? That's pretty good. <laughs> that, was so... that was really good, actually. Oh, my God. What's the punchline? I didn't answer. I didn't, I didn't know what the punchline was. He hung was, up. He, he hangs <laughs> he up. He came, <sighs> Matt, Matt knocked on the door. He said, who's there? He sees it's Matt, and he hangs up. He goes away. That's mm-hmm. the punch. There. I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. funny. That's good. Uh, all right. Well, Sean is in the Northeast. Sean, how are you, sir? What's going on? 1210 WPHT, what's your name? Rich, I just wanted to say, I just was just checking in, seeing how hey, the family's doing and all. What's your name? You know, just wanted to see uh, Matt get the back there to the phones and, uh, you know, have to uh, answer my calls here, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, uh Sean, so things are good. WPHT, things are Matt, good, we can hear you. I can hear you on the Merry air. Christmas and all. all right. Merry Christmas to you and the Merry family. Merry Christmas, and all. Sean. God bless you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. God all right. bless Merry you. Christmas. God bless. Matt, you're, when you're screening calls, you're on the air. We can hear you. Oh, sorry, I forgot to turn Do you not know on. how to work a studio? <laughs> like, I mean, how long have you been a producer? <laughs> I forgot to turn my mic off. I apologize. It happens. It happens. It's an honest mistake. Uh, honest mistake, right? <clears throat> All right, 855-839-1210 is the number. I'm going to take a quick break. We have Tudor Dixon coming up next, and we're going to talk about all the environmental nuttiness of Michigan and everything that's going on there. Plus, you know, before I take a break, actually, here's that congressman who blamed Russian collusion, Russian collusion, or possibly now, not just Russian collusion, but um, Rudy Giuliani. 
on the Hunter Biden laptop. This is Congressman Dan Goldman, also the guy who said that Trump should be eliminated. Uh, take a listen. You have no idea. You know, you hard drives can that be it's a conspiracy? manipulated. Are you suggesting the New York Post participating in a conspiracy to construct the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop? <laughs> no, sir. The problem is that hard drives can be manipulated by Rudy Giuliani or Russia. But what's the evidence that that, that happened? Well, there the is actual evidence of it, but the point is, it's There's not no the evidence for it. So you're engaging in a conspiracy. I'm glad you. It's uh, you could say whatever you want. Uh, you could say whatever you want. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter. It's still the Russians. It's still Rudy Giuliani, even though we know the Hunter Biden laptop's real. Hey, let's just throw the word Russia out there. That's all you have to do is just throw the R word out. And then that's it. Russia. All right. A lot more to talk about. My buddy Tudor Dixon, you know, she ran for governor of Michigan and I've been on Fox News with her a few times and also on the radio together on her Tudor Dixon podcast. She's terrific. She'll be my guest straight ahead. We have 30 minutes of nonstop talk for you straight ahead. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 